2: You're connected to Business Rap. Find us online at businessrap.biz, on Twitter using handle AskBizRap, and on Facebook, just search Business Rap. And now, Michigan Reimagined with Chris Buck. Lansing unveiled a major improvement to its riverfront in late August, early September of 2019 called Rotary Park. Here to discuss what has been done and what comes next is the Executive Vice President of the Capital Region Community Foundation, Lori Ballmer. Welcome, Lori. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you being back.
3: Well, I appreciate the invitation.
2: It's a fantastic project and so much has been done and I'm eager to hear what is uh, what else is on the horizon. So let's jump into the foundation itself. Tell me a little bit about the foundation. How is it structured? What's its mission? What does the foundation do?
3: Sure. Well, we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Uh, we exist to uh, serve the charitable needs and enhance the quality of life for people in the tri-counties, Ingham, Eaton, and Clinton counties. So that's, in a nutshell, who we are.
2: Fantastic. Well, you we can't argue with that mission.
3: Well, it's pretty broad, right. and, and that is for a good reason. We do a lot of things other than just check writing. Grant making is what we're known for, but we do much more.
2: Excellent. Okay. So now these endeavors usually require a partnership. I would imagine that you've got other stakeholders and board of directors that represent our business community or, or, you know, how does that work? Who are these people that are helping your cause?
3: Yeah, we do have a board of directors, uh, board of trustees, trustees actually, okay. when it's a, when it's a financial organization, we do have over a hundred million dollars in assets. So um, these are people that often um, are in the business community. They are also investors themselves they work with a lot of people in the community on their investments, So, um, and, and they're just all around great community leaders. They really care about the tri-counties, the whole region. So uh, they represent a variety of organizations and businesses. As far as partners, um, our partners are really donors. Philanthropic people in the community and, and a lot of people that you may not think of as philanthropists, they might have um, Limited means, but enough to make a a real difference in the community, and we serve them as well. So, um, helping them with their charitable plans, as well as um, in ways that can help them with tax advantages.
2: Okay, so where do the ideas come from? You know, you talk about you know revitalizing the community and 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 doing what's right and modernizing maybe Lansing and creating fun and all those things. Um, but maybe your trustees and these donors maybe they have great ideas, maybe they have not so great ideas. Like how do you get your ideas to, you know, this is a good idea, this is worth investing in, this is kind of what's really needed in Lansing or what's popular now or, you know, just the walkability and all that kind of stuff. Where do you get your data to launch a project?
3: Well, it's really about the the community's voices. So we did a listening tour in 15 and 16. Uh, We surveyed 100 community leaders uh, in the region asking them what was the most important thing that we should be working on as a community foundation. And what rose to the top was economic development in whatever form that came to be. So then we asked the community at large, we did a, a very a massive campaign called Penny for Your Thoughts. Hmm. You might've seen it along Michigan Avenue, the flags and um, did a social media campaign on that. We received hundreds and hundreds of people saying, okay, this is economic development to me this is what um, no one is doing right now Um, many of the leaders said you've got to get with the other organizations who are working on Michigan Avenue that corridor is critical not only for Lansing but the whole region so we said okay we hear you we will focus on Michigan Avenue and one quarter mile on either side which included the river okay so that's how that came to be Um, it was the public's will Not, not our board, you know, our board certainly agreed to that, but uh, it was the public.
2: Okay. So now you're obviously responsible or or representing the tri-county Lansing region, basically mid Michigan. Are there similar foundations around the state that operate similar to yours, or are you pretty much unique from the state of Michigan's perspective?
3: We are not unique. There are 65 community foundations in Michigan. Every single county has a corresponding community foundation. Some uh, community foundations will will serve multiple counties like ours, and okay. will serve three. Many just serve one county, but there's there's hundreds across the country.
2: But if our listeners wanted, to, you know, if they're listening in Midland or in Grand Rapids or in Detroit, they can look at community foundations for the region that they're in, and hopefully find maybe your counterpart and see what they're involved in and see how they can get involved as well. Is That's that right?
3: absolutely true, okay. um, all over Michigan. And and there's an old saying, Chris. When you've seen one community foundation, you've seen one community foundation. (laughs) We're all very different, but at the core of it, we're all about helping the community become vibrant and thriving.
2: Okay, good. So talk about uh, Rotary Park. You know, what's been done? Obviously, there's a big celebration and a lot of people got to enjoy the tail end of summer in this new space. But for our listeners who maybe haven't seen it yet, what would they see if they wandered there?
3: I think it'd be an eye-opener. That's what I keep hearing people say is, I had no idea. Uh, this is a, a, you would think you're in a bigger city mm-hmm. when you go to Rotary Park and it's really got two faces, daytime and nighttime. Daytime phase, you know, there's people in, on the beach and uh, there's walkers going and runners and bicyclists going down the trail that runs right through the park. Um, there's people picnicking on, on the patio and uh, the plaza. Uh, it's it, just a beautiful setting in the daytime, but at night it comes alive with lights the whole thing is lit up. Uh, there's string lights over the plaza. There's a lighted forest with really cool um, colors that change. Uh, there's a hub happening under the bridge, Chiawassee mm-hmm. Bridge. And it's a really cool uh, little mini concert venue that's also lit up. So really cool.
2: Excellent. Now, dip, now you didn't just write checks as a foundation to cover all of this. You had partnerships, right, and matching grants and things. Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Right. Well, we knew that we had some uh, unrestricted funds at mm-hmm. the community foundation that we could use to entice other um, contributions from the community. So we, our board did make the decision to invest $1.5 million into the riverfront, and but it had to come as a match. So we went to work in fundraising, mm-hmm. uh, cash fundraising, not something that we normally do, but we took our, our cues from other community foundations who had done this successfully and we involved other businesses, um, organizations who were also on the same track we were in terms of building community, uh, building infrastructure, building a vibrant community that's attractive to talent. So that was really where that that part came from was um, other other businesses that knew we need to build a vibrant community that's going to attract and retain talent. So it's kind of a boomerang for those right. corporate sponsors and and that's okay. This yes. is investment, it's more than charity.
2: Without question. Yep. So that's fantastic. And it's, uh, and it's up and running and people have been enjoying it. I guess one of the questions I get asked most is it's really cool. You know, how lucky we are to have this, you know, by any chance, is there anything more coming, you know, is it going to spread out and, and is it's on the river trail, which is wildly long, you know, is this the single splash or is there a phase two coming? Can you share anything about that?
3: I sure can. Um, the area that we're focused on is from old town. Where the fish ladder is mm-hmm. and the, the dam, going all the way uh, upstream to 496 in Cherry Hill neighborhood. Okay. Uh, there is a boat launch there already and a kayak launch. So we uh, worked with urban planners on what would bring the riverfront alive, and they came up with about 12 projects that could happen. Um, now it, it remains to be seen what is going to happen because it depends on what corporate sponsors come forward and individual sponsors we've had some of those uh, who say yep i really like that project i want to invest in that project so i can tell you that there are two right now that i have partial funding okay uh, we are looking at the fish ladder and creating a um, a, a community stage that uh, will have really cool lighting um, uh, a seating area around the the half circle if you've been to the the fish ladder, there's room for a a seating area um, and and make it a real venue for for concerts Mm -hmm. Um, we are also looking at a playground for children of all abilities okay Um, something that's a destination kind of playground something we have not seen in this community Um, there is a similar uh, destination playground next to the bean in Chicago So that same design company is is who we're probably going to be working with.
2: And where might that be placed? We're not sure. It will be along
3: the riverfront in that section somewhere. Uh, There's also a Riverside Classroom next to Impression 5 that we would like to to build. And uh, we do have one donor for that as well.
2: All right. And might that be next building season? I mean, as we record here in late October of 19... Dot I's cross T's over the winter when everyone's hibernating and then maybe launch these things next build season. Is that hope? That's the hope. Yes. That
3: is definitely the hope that by spring something's gonna launch. Maybe even two things.
2: Okay. And you talk about these being partnered and matching dollars with uh with employers, you know, that are in the community. And you mentioned the boomerang effect and attracting talent. That's so important right now. I mean, don't you feel like the pendulum is kinda almost pinned all the way over to that side of the equation. I think historically, Michigan has needed jobs, right? and uh, but now we've got jobs and uh, we have some talent but need a lot more and talent drive. I mean, we need the place for those talent to want to choose Lansing for these particular jobs, right? right. Isn't that right. kind of the the boomerang investment you're talking about from it, these companies? It
3: is. it is. and we're we're competing like we've never competed maybe decades ago. but, but in our recent history, this is the competition. We are at war. <laughs> <laughs> right. We want we want the talent and we're going to get the talent. And the way we're going to do that is to create that vibrant community. And so the forward-thinking corporations that need the talent, they want to do this. And I've got one that's already talking about doing another project. He already did one and he wants to do another one. So he's on this track with us. Um, but... but the young, the the middle-aged, and the old, they want the same thing. They want a vibrant community. It's not just uh, the mo- millennials. Um, we want everyone to be here and and succeeding, thriving uh, families, uh, young people, everyone.
2: Right. And, and thinking about Lansing's logistics, I know not every listener lives in Lansing, but you do have that east-west corridor of Michigan Ave, which is, you know, leads to downtown and then kind of the softening towards east Lansing. And you've got really the shell of an opportunity to make it really walkable with restaurants and boutique shopping and music venues and all of that stuff really exists. And there are a lot of developers working on Michigan Ave. But then, you know, as you get closer to downtown, then you've got that north-south, generally, river trail. So you've got this big T-intersection, I mean, waterfront. You think of San Antonio's, you know, water, you know, riverfront, a uh, mm-hmm. walk, mm-hmm. and uh, most downtowns that are blessed with a uh, waterway Activate it, you know, yes, and do. we've never had that activated in Michigan Avenue and Lansing has never really been activated like it's becoming activated now. So that you could consider that the crosshairs of coolness <laughs> I for that. urban the living, right? Of coolness, so yes. you got the water, you know, the pedestrian oriented pathway, and then you've got Michigan Avenue, which is obviously a transportation corridor for cars, but also people walking and biking. And so you have commerce and you have recreation kind of all right there at this crosshairs.
3: Right, right. And we're just one of those players. We're just one of those leaders in the community, uh, all working on the same track. And that's, that's inspiring when you think about it, that you've got the chamber and the CVB and, and developers and all of us working together on the same area, we're going to move the needle.
2: Right. And so are all those players involved in your particular endeavor or the collaboration on the different projects?
3: Um, in some way, yes. Uh, we serve on the Michigan Avenue Corridor Authority Improvement Authority, so okay. um, organizations like that, yes, we do We do uh, merge.
2: Perfect. All right. Well, Rotary Park, present and future with Executive Vice President of the Capital Region Community Foundation, Ms. Lori Balmer. Thanks, Lori.
3: Thank you, Chris.